Coach Kyle Show. Hi there. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Coach Kayo Show. Um, like I always say, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. I'm your host, Kayo Day. Remember this show, if you're, if you're new to this show, um, we speak all things soccer. Um, but our ultimate objective here is to is to truly inspire and impact our young people um, to live out their purpose. Be sure to know that um, in these very turbulent, turbulent and uncertain times, we truly need to stand on something that can um, that can inspire us uh, to continue to live a fulfilled life. And understanding purpose can truly rectify that. So welcome again. Um, and hope that what is what we have to discuss tonight will truly uh, move you forward, move you in the direction uh, to help you to truly accomplish uh, great things. As promised, we want to... Uh, bring you scores and stats so that you are staying, um, so that you are update, updated with what is happening within the game of soccer. Um, we, for the past few weeks, we paid attention to the U20s and what is happening. So I know Wal Ahmed is he's excited about um, sharing what has transpired over the past few days. So without further ado, scores and stats. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and all athletes. Welcome to another segment of Scores and Stats. We have concluded with the CONCACAF Women's Under-20s, and before we get to the winners, let's give you the scores of the quarterfinals and semifinal games. The quarterfinal games were played on Tuesday, March 8th, 2022. United States played the game against Haiti, which the United States dominated 6-0. Other games, Puerto Rico versus Guatemala. Puerto Rico won 3-0 in that match. Canada played Panama in a tight game, 1-0 victory from Canada. El Salvador played against Mexico, which Mexico edged that 5-1. Semifinals game was played Thursday, March 10th, 2022. United States versed off against Puerto Rico which the United States dominated, women's national team dominated 7-0. And Canada played Mexico in that game, which Mexico just edged that game 1-0. 
before we go into the finals, which were played against United States versus Mexico, let's go back and see how these two teams got to the finals. Let's start off with the women's national team, the U.S. women's national team, when they played against Haiti. Total number of shots on target was 10, 19 altogether. Possession, 72%. Pass completed, 477. Pass accuracy, 80%. Corners, 7. We go to the Haiti side, which they had four shots total, one on target. Possession was 28. Pass completed was 171. Pass accuracy was 44. No corners. In the semifinal game, when the U.S. versus Mexico, again, U.S. convincingly won that game 7-0. Total number of shots from the women's side was 38. On target was 21. Possession, 73%. Pass completed was 563. Pass accuracy was 82. Corners were 7. Let's move to the Puerto Rico side. Total number of shots for Puerto Rico was 1. Zero on target. Possession, 17%. Wow. Pass completed was 217. Pass accuracy was 42. And no corners. In that game, there was a hat trick coming from Simone Jackson, who attends the University of Santa Clara, and two goals from Michelle Cooper, who plays for Duke University. Another big performance from the U U.S. side. Now let's look at how Mexico reached to the semifinals. Sorry, we stood a finals. The semifinals game. Sorry, quarterfinal game they played against El Salvador were on target 13, 30 total. Possession was 63. Pass completed was 418. Pass accuracy was 69. Corners were seven. Now let's go to El Salvador. They had 11 shots in total, six on target. Possession was 37. Pass completed was 256. Pass accuracy was 42. Corners was zero. Now, Mexico's toughest match thus far was against Canada in the semifinals, who also saw much success in the tournament. Mexico scored early in the 27 minute from Annette Vasquez. And through that, after the game, was a grudge match. It was a grudge match throughout the whole game. Total number of shots from Mexico, 11. On target was five. Possession was 59. Pass completed was 415. Pass accuracy was 72. Corners were zero. Canada side, five total shots. On target was two. Possession was 41. Pass completed was 287. Pass accuracy was 65%. And corners was four. The stage was set for the finals, which again, U.S. women's national team against Mexico. Both teams showed, both teams showed enormous quality throughout the tournament. And it was down to this final game to crown the champions of the CONCACAF Women's Under-20. The U.S. women's national team came out flying early. In the third minute of the game by a player I have consistently mentioned for the U.S. side, Michelle Cooper, who I believe this is the future for the women's side. The U.S. added on to the tally in the 43rd minute of the game with the goal by Talia Pereira and then went into the half up to nothing. The game ended with the same score line, and the U.S. women's national team was crowned under-20 women's CONCACAF champion and securing them into the FIFA under-20 World Cup. Also, the goal by Cooper, eight for the tournament, made her the winner of the Golden Boot 
at the tournament top goal scorer. And the 19-year-old was also named the Golden Ball winner of the tournament's best player. It was not a cakewalk for the U.S., I will tell you that. You will see on the stats, but Mexico also came close to scoring in the 50th minute when Natalia Mullen hit the crossbar from 23 yards out and was cleared by Cooper. Stats for the finals, total number of shots for the U.S. women's national team was 12, on target was 5, possession was 54, pass completed was 356, pass accuracy was 70%, corners were 3. Now let's look at Mexico. With 10 total shots, 3 on target, 46% possession, 305 passes completed, accuracy was 67, corners was 5. On paper, you see the game was very, very close. But if you watch the game just like myself, you see the U.S. took care of business and secured another FIFA under 20, sorry, another CONCACAF championship. And we're excited about the FIFA under 20 World Cup. Myself, you can see how I'm getting excited. Myself, I can't wait to see what U.S. will do in this FIFA under 20. I'm telling you, because we talk about other teams that are going to be in there. We got Mexico. We got other teams. Sorry, we got Germany. We got Brazil. We got other teams that we know that are going to compete with U.S. Trust me on that. We got other teams that I know will give U.S. a run for their money. But like I said, I'm when, I'm, when it comes to women's soccer, U.S. all the way. U.S. all the way. If you're here, again, next week we'll be here for more scores and stats. You can catch us at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday night. Also, if you like to sponsor this segment, you can check on your screen. You got the website and also the cash app listed. Let's say again, have a safe night and we'll see you again next week. Coyote, McKinnon, and company are ready to dress you in one of their most stylish, comfortable, and attractive athletic gears this fall for you to achieve that desired athletic goal. Check out their online store today for your joggers, tank tops, bras, backpacks, sweatshirts, and everything else you'll need to complete that look. It's Coyote, McKinnon, and company. We care. Welcome back to the Coach Kyo Show. Kyo Day here. Um, hope you enjoy scores and stats. It's very important now, you young players, to understand that you will be um, you will be uh, evaluated. You will be assessed um, to, down to specific data. So it's important um, not to overlook some of the things that you heard because that is how you will be. Um, judge for a better word if you want to play at a higher level. Um, so, nevertheless, if you're now joining us, this is we're speaking all we speak all things soccer. It's no different tonight, but we target our young people and we want to 
add value. We want to encourage productive living in our young people. So we want to discuss leading the player, leading the player tonight. Hi, Marsha. Good night. Make sure you share the live. See Sonia here too. Um, remember, for some people it's good night and for some people it's hello. Okay, so regardless of wherever you, you're tuning in from, hi, hello, good night. Yes, so we're talking about leading the player. And this is a good opportunity for you to please share the live with your friends, share the live with your cousin, share the live with your coach, share the live. It might not be for you, but it might just be for someone that needs to understand where they're going. So feel free to do so. You can share your comments. You can ask questions and let's have a conversation if necessary, because we're here to add value. Um, it's not just a show to, to, to just build some publicity or something, but it's to add value to our young people. And however we can do that, we truly appreciate it. If you have not done so already, please subscribe to our channel, Kyrie McKinnon and Co., so that this message can continue to reach our young people all across the world. Don't take it for granted that you know every opportunity um, you can learn something that can you know push you in a direction that will help you to live your best life. We take pride in. In, in not making this show um, common, it's 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 not scripted. Um, obviously, we want to have a plan, but there's so much happening within within the society. So much happening with our young people. It's very important to be authentic from this perspective. You know, people might have their own um, ways and, and, and shape of doing things, but when it comes to soccer we stand on authenticity and we want to make sure that we speak to things that are relevant things that are happening every day <clears throat> that we oftentimes overlook but have glaring impact on the lives of our young people so we want to discuss leading the player and it's some very interesting and important things i i want to share with you so it's a good time to get your pot off the fire, maybe attend to what you need to attend to, um, maybe deal with whatever situation you have to deal with so that you can, that I can have your undivided attention to really pour into your life tonight. Leading the player, very important for young people to understand and even um, coaches and parents to find some value in this that they can use to better equip um, their young ones, their their children, to live their best life, to live a very fruitful life. So after these quick messages, we will dive into this the, into this topic um, and add value to your life. We'll be right back. What makes KMSA different? Um, first of all, we firmly believe KMSA. It's it's purpose-driven. It's, it's not money-driven. We are here to make sure that every single athlete has the opportunity to be intentional 
about their gifts. Can I say holds a high standard uh, regardless of situations or circumstances that might limit us in terms of resources we make sure that those resources that we have is maximized to its fullest potential we create an environment where players must understand when they come in the expectations and the standards are high and you must be intentional and you must immerse yourself uh, within the environment to optimize your performances. Welcome back to the Coach Kayo Show. Kayo Day here, leading the player. Uh, now more than ever, our young people are in trouble. You know, like it or not, our young people are in trouble when it comes to their mental health. Um, and, and there's a desire for more transformational coaches, transformational coaches who who got this appetite um, to strengthen purpose um, in the lives of our young people. You know, you know, we talk about trainers, we talk about organization, we talk about coaches, but there's a need for transformational um, coaches. Growing up for me in a very um, close-knit town, you know, I don't feel looking back now. I was, I was allowed to dream big. You know, obviously, family did what they had to do, the best they can. Very grateful with with the resources that they had. But there was a bigger play there for me. There was a bigger play. You know, be obviously our colonial masters kind of dictate how you should think. You know. They left us an inheritance. And so think about wanting to have a big vision, um, but everything around you is so small. It's so small that it, it leads you to become very general. You know, so it's like you follow followers. There wasn't... From my perspective, leaders were not established because we adopted things that necessarily had nothing to do with us and who we really are. So we become, we follow followers. It's very difficult to have transformation in your life when you are following followers leaders are unique you know leaders are purpose driven and they have a clear vision and we know vision comes only from our creator so it takes a very special person to lead leading is not a position it's a gift it's a gift that comes directly from the creator because you cannot be you cannot be common and oftentimes you cannot be popular because you have to stand on some principles regardless of your situation or how people view or how they look at you it doesn't matter 
if your purpose is to lead, there's a uniqueness about you that more, more people and that cannot understand. And when you grow up in an environment where you're not allowed to dream big, and some of you can attest to this, it has nothing to do with, with money or you know, if your life is super comfortable or not. It has to do with what is on the inside that wants to be birthed that is not allowed because of people's idea of life that is not congruent with yours. So life becomes meaningless. So instead of you do what you purpose to do, you do what you have to do. And there's so many young people out there who they're just doing what they have to do to survive. To lead the player, we can't just we can't just allow them to do what they have to do. To do what they have to do is to abuse the very thing they're supposed to do. Which cuts which cuts their, their life very short. It's a time to live and there's a time to die. Some of us might just be taken up or just be removed. So that means you have a specific time that you and I don't know, but we have a unique thing that we need to do, that we need to accomplish. And if we don't, we see struggles and struggles that we cannot truly understand or comprehend. The lack of leadership within our young people, within the soccer environment, I know it comes from different, from different, um, from different institutes and, and stuff like that. But in soccer, uh, there is a lack of leadership. And this is why they speak so highly about it in these high-level courses. And it's one of the main tasks within coaching, leadership. It starts with you. It starts with who you are. And what is your purpose? What is your football idea? Or what is your soccer idea? Your core values, those, those key things. There's a lack of leadership. Leadership don't necessarily have to do anything with your intellectual um, abilities. It's a gift. It's a gift that's been given directly from God. You remember, for some of you who are religious, understand, understand the biblical side of things. You remember Jeremiah. He was just a, a young boy. And he said, I don't know what I will say. You go. I will tell you what to say because that's what I created you to do. So leadership, you don't, it's not an intellectual thing as most of you would want to think. It's a person who makes themselves available to be used to guide people in their purpose-driven life, in their purpose life. That is what leader leadership is about. 
They said in 2018 at 50%. This is why leading the play and understanding that is very important. 50% of mental health issues starts at 14 years old. That is just out of zone one, as, as people who understand soccer will, and football will know. 14, it's when the developmental process truly happened. Before that, it's more about introduction and fundamentals and orienting and reorienting our, our young ones into the game. But you talk about ages and stages and maturation. The mind starts developing its own ideas from what it has been taught or trained. It begins at 14, mental health issues. How important is your, is your task, sir, mom, myself? got an appetite to work with young people, to impact their lives, to help them to live out their purpose, regardless of how uncomfortable it might seem to them, there's a bigger picture there. That if they just stay long enough and understand it better, they will see the joy at the ending of it. But it didn't stop there. It said, it continued to say that at 24, 74% of people will struggle with mental issues. We've seen suicide. We've seen a lot of things happening, which clearly says that when there's a lack of leadership within our young people, things just don't manifest themselves right away. It's something that is growing. There's something that is developing on the inside that if not recognized could be very damaging, even fatal. We must lead because we want to inspire and we want to bring about transformation in the lives of young people. This is how we lead in soccer. We don't lead through motivation. Oh, you hear so many times people, oh, he, he, they're not motivating he, or the, the child is not motivated enough. That is a quick fix. Do we need motivation? Absolutely. But we cannot desire motivation unless we understand where we're going. Unless we clearly have a vision of where we're going and we're on that path. Motivation helps nothing when you are not clear about where you're going. It just gets you, it just gets you hype, as you say. It gets you hype. And, and if you know anything about that, when you go to the gym and you you lift weights, you think you're strong, <laughs> you think you got muscle already. That's just fluid build up in your body. After two days or so, you go back to your natural state. <laughs> that is motivation. It hypes you up. We don't need encouragement either. We don't need to encourage our young people and motivate them. That is not the most important thing. The most important thing is bringing about transformation. 
Transformation is about purpose. It's about raising their awareness and their consciousness to finding out who they really are. It's very unique. It's not something easy. It's not something that you can truly connect with easy. This is why a lot of people are frustrated because they don't really know what they really should be doing. They have a lot of ideas, but they don't have a clear picture of what they should be doing. This is how we need to lead our young people. We need to bring about transformation in their lives. We need to be able to move them from where they are to where they need to be. You, you have to, you have to choose to not accept them as they are, but continue to push them to where they can be. There's potential in, in all of us. And to lead our young people to a fulfilling life, we must not allow them to be comfortable with their present. We must drive them to understand there's a greater thing that is happening on the inside that needs to be birthed. And if you know anything about labor, you, you, you know, there's, there's a lot of pain. But that pain is because something beautiful is on the other side of that pain. So if we lead in with comfort, then are we truly leading? Because one thing about having the ability to go through that labor and, and see the blessing on the other side, there's a joy that no pain is felt in that moment. There's only joy. And then there's some more pain after, you know, because you have to continue the process of experiencing the joy through the different stages of life. We want to recognize and we want to give a nudge to somebody that truly defined, uh, that has truly defined what we are actually talking about in terms of leadership and bringing transformation and having innovative ways of reaching the hearts and lives of young people that allow them to be the nudge of the week. Here's the nudge of the week. James Young, the nudge of the week, who use innovative ways, music, to really transform the lives of young people. Uh, take a big nudge, sir. Continue to do what you're doing. Um, if you're doing fantastic things in, 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 in the lives of young people, surely, surely reach out because we want to recognize you because... We have to help our young people. The days 
uh, are, are far removed when a community would raise a child. Um, there's so many things happening, times of change. Um, so we've we've got to find a way. We have to find innovative ways. Now we can't. We, we might not be able to go back to the the old ways, but we can find innovative ways where we're connecting with our young people to move them forward. To, we're talking about leading, uh, leading our players. How we lead our players. One thing we need to truly address with our young people. And we will we will stay here and hopefully the show is short enough so that you can stay around to to grab something, to grab something from this show. Please, if you haven't shared yet, please do so. Uh, feel free to share your comments, you know, ask a question. Let's have a conversation so that we can learn from each other and people that are on the show listening can learn. Um but one thing I want to really stress on tonight in, in terms of leading our young people, leading our player, is the ability to raise their awareness. Awareness, James. I want to quote James um, Russell Lowell. He said, no one can produce great things who is not tardy sincere in dealing with himself. If you miss it, I'll, I'll say it again. No one can produce great things who is not thoroughly sincere in dealing with himself so we must lead we must lead by helping our young people to find um, their true self this is awareness is is the ability to quickly respond to a stimuli what do you find when you are in certain situations in yourself? Do you like what you see? And most times we, our young people struggle when there's a sense of discomfort, when, there's, when situations are uncomfortable, when they are not familiar. But what do they find? We know stimuli is the thing that are arouse your, your your energy or emotions. We talk about energies in motion. So as a coach, as a leader, as an organization, what what emotions are you tapping into? How are you helping them to respond in a way that is productive, that is positive, um, to help them to move forward? I have, a, I have a story when, you know, as a young coach, you know, you oftentimes face this, you know, you, you are marginalized for whatever reason. Um, historical facts would have proven uh, that as a person that looks like me, you, you're very permissive. You're very permissive. And you are incapable of functioning in a capacity that move people from where they are to where they need to be, to raise their awareness. I have been faced with this oftentimes. And you can easily lose your voice 
because of how you look, because of your intellectual background, because of your, you know, where you live, because of all of these norms and and stuff that puts you create this label that you cannot that you cannot lead. I've been faced with it oftentimes where you, as a leader, you must be able to speak the truth because the truth allows the person to look inwards before they look outwards. And that is where transformation starts. So you ask to give evaluations that, you know, that look good. That cultivate this delusion within the athletes so they return uh, for the gains of the people who want them to return. <laughs> Oftentimes to be objective is, is to be is is detrimental. You know, parents will truly uh, you know I've seen and I've experienced where parents will get together with their cliques and they will, you know, this is too uncomfortable for, for my child boy. I just need somebody who will make it a happy environment. It's important to create a safe, a safe place. It's important to um, create a, a, a space where people are allowed to grow. But it's also important to speak the truth. It's also important to do what is right, not what is comfortable. Because we all grow with in uncomfortable situation. Think about a bodybuilder. He cannot lift weights where, where he's comfortable with. He will never grow no mask. So it clearly shows that pressure can increase strength based on your perspective. based on your perspective, and your perspective is true. So you, you're asked to do these things so that you can, you know, you can feed the egos and you can feed um, into uh, the hype of, of everybody else, but the one person who suffered the most is the player. We are responsible for leading the players. And it would be nice to have the parents connected and understand truly what is happening so they could be a part of the developmental process. Things like this don't allow you to do that. The last time I checked that, truth, truth don't kill. Truth never kills. What happened is when you find out what you thought was true, it's now a lie, is what the, it was created damages. So lies actually is the killer. <laughs> if you want to lead players, you have to be able to stand on the truth. If you're only feeding egos, and you're only doing your job 
You know, somebody said job is defined as prosecution or persecution. Yes. If you're only doing what you're doing so that you continue to have a job and you continue to feel the egos and the convenience of, of those that you're not truly responsible to but committed to, then you have disqualify yourself to lead players. How many how many disqualify people we have leading young people? How many? How many? How many coaches? How many leaders we just have doing things because it cater. So a side that creates delusion and perception and not necessarily bring out purpose. How are we raising the awareness of our young people if we cannot speak the truth? How are we helping them to look deeper on the inside if everything that we do is speaking to the outside. Starts from the inside out. National, the National Center of Educational Statistics in 2019 report that one out of every five students reported being bullied. This is a representation of, of leadership because a lot of these players are playing soccer. A lot of these players are into sports. So one out of every five? Wow. Also going to say that 15.3 million um, attendance from grade 9 to 12. And 3 million are being bullied. 20 point something percent. What is more glaring that the girls and the boys, their numbers are so close when it comes to physical bullying. Why is this happening? Could one of these players be in your program? How are we leading? How are we leading our young people? What is happening with their self-esteem that they believe that they need to show their worth by destroying somebody else's pride, this destroying someone else's very existence of wanting to be alive? How many, how many kids are suffering uh, at the end of bullying? I mean, there's bigger things. I talk, I'm talking about soccer because we have a whole lot of kids. We have a whole lot of young people that are playing soccer. We have programs with 5,000 kids, 15,000 kids, 3,000 kids. Yet this is on the rise. 
us young people are committing suicide. Young people are faced with mental health, serious thing. They don't want to live. They don't want to exist. Are we dealing, are we raising their own awareness and to allow them to, to learn, to love who they are, to love their deficiencies, to understand it's, a, it's an opportunity to learn. I, I told one of our young players today, like we, we oftentimes do things with only success in mind. And we have to get back to doing things with learning in mind to get excited about learning because we don't know what is before us. We don't know what is to the side of us. So if we can use every opportunity and every experience to learn, then we will be excited about our next step. When we only look at success, the only thing we, are, only thing we can identify with is failure. So there's failure and there's success. We have to get back to the learning and it takes it takes people, it takes coaches, they take organizations who want to lead our young people to raise their awareness. We can't always depend on the parents because in this in this capacity in soccer, they truly don't understand. They truly don't understand. Because soccer, in, in, in many aspects, is just for recreation. They don't see the importance of the sport. They don't see the importance of you as a coach and what role you play in bringing transformation to the lives of their children. They see you as, I pay you to do a job, go do it. And then demand what they want because this is the norm. You know, they, they have children who love the game and want to, they want to be at the next level, but you asking the parents to lead them, you and the parents have their own belief, and that belief is passed on unconsciously to their kids. And it has nothing to do with soccer that a child might desire to play. And they're looking to you as the coach, as the organization, to lead them to understand, to, to lead them for them to understand, to navigate through things that one, they're hearing at home and, and then they come into you and there's no clarity. Now the parents will lead in other ways, in ways that they understand. It's just natural. You could only teach what you know and what you've learned. So if, if parents never went down this path for their success, how are you going to ask them to be the leaders through this path? Obviously, they can lead, and they, they will do their best to make sure they support their kids. But this is soccer. And you and I are placed in this position not to just coach the game, not to just run training, not to just use IDPs, but also to bring about transformation. And if you don't think that that responsibility is on your shoulders, we have a problem in our society. And we will continue 
to have a problem in our society because you might very well be the safe place and you neglect it. It's a very peculiar position to be in. But I don't think soccer as a sport at every level is respected as a model to drive holistic development. You hear about it, they talk about it, but my experience is, my experience with this, it's not treated in that manner. It's treated as a daycare center, it's treated as uh, a place of just recreation and have fun and do what you want, is is treated as, you know, entitlement it, it's treated as all the like the negative things but never excuse me never consider as something that could bring transformation in the life of a young vibrant person yet we see players who are actually playing the game of soccer taking their own lives we have to lead. And one of the big things is to lead through awareness. I'm going to give you two very important things when we come back from this final break uh, that can truly help you to lead your player to live in a fruitful life. We'll be right back. <laughs> approach our first thing is how can we create a numerical advantage what is the correct position to be in to give effective support to the ball so if the defender's approach is so straight then the defender is saying I can play here or I can play here but if I'm in possession I'm looking at the numbers where can I find a numerical advantage so the positional play of number two determines how easy we can get out of the back. So if he takes this support, this supporting angle, the ball is now playing away from the defender. Welcome back to the Coach Kaya Show. If you're now joining us, we're about to bring down the curtains. Um, speak all things soccer. Tonight, we're dealing with leading the player. And we want to address a very important aspect is raising the player's awareness, is allowing them to look inward um, and, and truly, this can truly bring about transformation um, because they learn to accept that it starts with them. And they can choose to be what they want to be, to have a productive life, to fulfill purpose, more, most important. So two key things that will help you to lead your players. And if this speaks to you, awesome. If it's not for you, 
maybe you just need to pass it on to your friend, to the person next to you, to the next person that you see on the field. You first must have a sense of direction if you're going to lead. If you are clear with where you are going, then it's easier to get the players there. This is powerful. You know, a few years ago, I had to redefine um, myself and, and truly have clear growth plan. <clears throat> You know, a lot of people say they want to grow, but if you ask them, what is your growth plan? They, they don't know. They would just start spitting out things. They won't say, well, you know what? I, I don't really know what is my growth plan. I don't really have one. I have ideas in my head, but you, it's, it's, but it takes knowing purpose before you can establish a growth plan. You must have a sense of direction. You know what is happening based on where the players are going from leadership. You have to take that responsibility. We have to take that responsibility. You have to take that personal. When young people are struggling and they are wrong you, or they're in the same uh, environment or same community, for a better word, and they struggle. It don't matter what club you're coaching at. You are in the business of young people. So you must be offended when things that are happening within our society that affect our young people. You must be offended. You must get, you must get excited about learning and improving yourself so that when you are connected, you can bring about transformation. And you can raise awareness. Number two, love what you're doing. The word love came from the Hebrew word Aeva, and it says to give. We must allow ourselves to give the truth regardless of the outcome. We must love, we must love what we do. We must be passionate about what we do. And we will be able to stand on truth regardless of the outcome. Socrates said, <laughs> the unexamined life is not worth living. This is a good time to reflect. This is a good time to look at yourself and get back yourself to why you love the game and why you... Got, got involved with young people. Because these are very serious times. <laughs> you don't want to wait for it to come close to your door before you address it. You see, we're dealing with a lot of reactive people. I've, I've, I've seen after the events uh, that occurred two weeks or a week ago, I see a lot of organizations putting out, you know, we need, to, we need to use these models now. We need to use these things to, to help with this in your club. And no, they don't need, we don't need that. We need transformational methods. We need, we need truth. We need to stand on honesty when it comes to our young people.
just reading stuff and giving and giving materials would, would not do that. They're just words, they're just information. We have to we have to force them to look deeper. We have to force them to acknowledge and internalize what is happening and see it as an opportunity to grow and learn. Not to look at it from success and failure. We need that. So we have to go back to loving the game. For you to lead players, you must first love the game. You must first love what you do. And that passion and that desire will inspire and bring about transformation in their lives. I encourage you parents, it's not just recreation, it's not just the sport. It's not just the sport. It's life. And if you have forgotten yourselves, and coaches, if you have forgotten yourself, and players, if you have forgotten yourself, and you need a prompt to remind you about who you are, to get you back on course so that you can go in the direction that you truly should be going. Listen, there's many questions that can be asked to give you an idea if you're on that path. Feel free to use all the contacts um, that is here to, to reach out. So that we can add value to your life. To help you to live a fulfilling life. Because we cannot continue to follow followers. I hope this was fruitful to you. And if you haven't shared, please do share. So that someone, some young person can get this message and bring about change. Have a good night and stay blessed. A wide variety of episodes are already available, chock full of incredible insight from two qualified experienced coaches. Here are some previews of eye-opening quotes. Lots of players think they need to drive an hour or two hours to get good training. Because community clubs do not feel, most of them, if not all of them, don't feel the responsibility to provide every child the best opportunity. This is for players to have fun, so why not name it Rec? An elite league shouldn't be based on teams. It should be based on the coaching. There's no integrity in the game. It's all about business. It's it, That's all it is. There's nothing about soccer first. Everything is about giving the athletes an experience. We hope you are available to tune in. New episodes every Monday night.